An eagle flies high, way up in the sky. It sees above the human eye. A different perspective, a broader directive. In doing so, it becomes more effective. Welcome to The Legal Eagle, a podcast where I examine aspects of the law that I'm passionate about. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Thomas, and my aim is to have conversations that will empower both professionals and the everyday person on the street. Hi everyone, welcome back to The Legal Eagle. In today's episode, I'll be discussing Divorce 101 in Singapore. So just very quickly, what I'm about to share with you does not constitute legal advice. It's just a basic overview of divorce in Singapore. So yeah, let's get started. Divorce is a two-stage process in Singapore. The first stage is when you look at dissolving the marriage here in Singapore. And that's when the courts will decide whether the marriage has irretrievably broken down. The second stage is what you call the ancillary matter stage and this is when the court will decide on issues such as uh, division of matrimonial property, spousal and child maintenance, as well as child custody or really any other issue that pertains to the marriage. The Women's Charter is the key document that governs divorce here in Singapore um, and before you get divorced, uh, if you're an expat or not a Singaporean citizen, you have to know that you have to either be considered to have been domiciled in Singapore or habitually resident. So to be domiciled in Singapore means that you basically consider Singapore your permanent home. Alternatively, you need to prove that you've been um, habitually resident in Singapore for at least three years before you commence divorce proceedings. The other important thing to note is that you're not allowed to get divorced in the first three years after your marriage. And this is in very exceptional circumstances, you would need to apply to court for leave to get divorced if it's before the three year mark. And you will have the very hard task of proving to the court that you have suffered exceptional hardship or cruel behavior on the part of um, the other party. So, yep, so that's it for the requirements of um, divorce. In terms of divorce, um, we deal with two parties generally. Uh, So you're dealing with the husband and the wife, and we refer to them as the plaintiff and the defendant. The plaintiff refers to the spouse suing for divorce, and the defendant refers to the spouse defending against the divorce. My personal view is that it does not really matter who commences divorce proceedings. Now, in order to get a divorce, you have to show that the marriage has irretrievably broken down. And you can do that in one of four ways. First, you have to prove that there was adultery. So that the defendant has committed adultery and the plaintiff finds it intolerable to live with this person. This is a pretty difficult one to prove because you need evidence like private investigators and other kinds of direct evidence. So it's a bit tricky to prove that one. Then you have what is called unreasonable behavior, where you find that the other party behaves in a way that you cannot reasonably expect to live with that person. The third way to get divorced is desertion. So that's when one party is walked out of the marriage and there's been a period of two years after this point of desertion. Lastly, you have what is called three-year or four-year separation. So three years by consent where parties agree to this time or four years without consent. 
So yeah, that's it for the grounds of divorce. So let's move on to the ancillary matters. But before I do so, let me tell you that there are two main types of divorce in Singapore. One is basically called the simplified divorce proceeding. And this is basically where you have agreed on all the issues pertaining to the grounds of your divorce, as well as all the ancillary matters, privately or by way of lawyers, and you file an agreement in court. This is the fastest ways to get a divorce then you have what is called the contested divorce, which is very different in comparison. So this is where you either disagree on the grounds of divorce or ancillary matters. And ancillary matters, as I've mentioned earlier, includes matrimonial assets, spousal maintenance, or anything pertaining to the child. So you might be wondering, what is a matrimonial asset? This is essentially anything that's acquired in the course of the marriage, like your property, investments, bank accounts, anything you own really, Um, You can think of it like a pie, that the courts have the task of dividing up this pie in a way that's just and fair to both parties. So moving on to wife maintenance. A wife can request for maintenance during the course of the marriage. It's not really to divide the surplus wealth in the marriage. It's actually to meet your immediate financial need. And you can do this by way of a maintenance application in the family courts. For post-divorce maintenance, the court will look at the financial situation of both parties and make an order for maintenance. Men will only be awarded maintenance if they're incapacitated. And for child maintenance, it is payable until a child turns 21 or has finished their tertiary education, whichever is later. So for uh, child custody, unless in very exceptional circumstances, it will normally be joint custody. The courts will decide which parent has care and control of the child and what terms of access the other parent will have to the child. So yeah, that's it for Divorce 101. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you found this episode useful. You can write in to request for me to discuss certain topics that you might be interested in. If you have any feedback, let me know. Stay tuned, have a beautiful day and I will see you soon. Bye.